0: Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make
1: bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we started doing virtual visits. All of a sudden we could open up our showroom to customers around the world.
0: Learn more at Microsoft.com slash teams.
1: Hey, hey, welcome everybody. This is the Rotowire DFS Podcast, sponsored by FanDuel. I'm your host, Joe Zapia, and with me every Tuesday, at least for a couple more Tuesdays before the Major League Baseball season comes to a close. We're not there yet. I know all you football fans, we think we're there, but we're not there yet. There's still baseball to be played, and there's still knowledge to be had, and Todd Zola is the man to bring the knowledge. What's up, Mr. Zola? How are you? I'm cranky. Good. I pref-
2: I've never known you to be anything else, so this like. is just regular. Why are, you, why are you more cranky than usual? Well, because I wanted to watch the uh, that football game you sort of alluded to last night online, so I didn't have to drag my other TV into my office. So I had to reach, I had to change my password to my cable provider. So they go through this intricate you know what's your cousin's name this that whatever change the password, and I got a phone call like at 8:30 this morning, which to some people they're at work for three hours for those of us that do fantasy you're usually up late and kind of get up a little later point being they they called me to make sure that I I changed my password after going through that whole rigmarole to you know in order to let me if you didn't trust that I that I me why change the password in the first place why wake me up in the for the phone call the next morning
1: uh you know what <clears throat> I'm just happy for that story because of the use of the word rigmarole which is just so underutilized, really, when you think well, about yeah. it.
2: Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's better than shenanigans in this case.
1: Well, it's certainly less used. You know, rigmarole is, you know, I think a little oh. bit, you know, underutilized. So it's, it's nice that we're All bringing right. that back. All right, let's get to the Tuesday slate. You got two big boys on here, Corey Kluber, Clayton Kershaw. Uh, Kluber at 11.8, Kershaw 11.6. I have to tell you, normally this is a tough call for me, but for me That's it's it. not it's not Corey today. Kluber and it's the $200 extra you agree
2: uh, yes uh, yeah, yes uh, not quite as much strike up potential with Kershaw not sure how long he'll go into the game and the uh, you know the you know they say um some t- some the Indians are due they're due for a win yes uh, you probably so, and if and, anyone's and, gonna get it, it's it's it,
1: him. It, you know? It's been a whole twenty four hours; they're due. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some of the guys not on the very top level. If you're having a really hard time finding the bats that you like to support Corey Kluber, which you know you're you're kind of in cash games at least, you know, trading on thin ice a little bit. But let's talk about Justin Verlander since he's gone over to the Astros. It's been pretty solid. I mean, he's putting up. Similar kind of points that you would expect of a pitcher above the 10K range. He's just under that at 9.9. Can you make a case for Verlander tonight as a little bit of a fade from Kluber and spread that two grand out on some offense? Considering the matchup against, uh, you know, the Angels who have been good and Garrett Richards who's been good, so it's not the easiest matchup. He's been good last two starts, quality starts for Richards. Is there enough temptation there with Verlander?
2: Not in cash, but in okay. in, in, in tournament, sure. It's not, this isn't the time to get cute. You want to, end, you, want to end your, you want to end on a plus note. You want to end with a positive bankroll. This isn't the time to get cute. Kluber, Kluber all the way in cash. There's plenty of bats. But, sure, and Verlander, if you want to pay up in a, in a GPP, sure.
1: All right, if you want to pay up in a GPP, what about Jose Quintana against the lowly New York Mets at home in Chicago? The lefty taking the mound against Gizelman. uh Last two starts for him, 12 innings, 15 Ks, just three earned runs and just 11 hits over that span, one walk. So Quintana really limiting the, the the base runners. He's got three of his last four starts have been quality starts. Uh, again, if you want to continue to go down the board a little bit, still at a higher price guy, higher floor.
2: What do you think about Jose Quintana tonight? Don't mind it. The Mets are kind of. I mean, you follow him a little closer than I do. I think you know they're. The, when you, once you start playing with house money, you know it doesn't matter anymore. You get a little goosey goosey. That kind of worries me a little bit. And that's the kind that's you know. There's some guys. They're just a playing. So. It, but it, the lefty, the lefty matchup sort of helps a little bit, just because some of those guys are, are Nemo and Dominic Smith. So a little less worried against the lefty. It's a, I'm not tempted. I don't, I don't want to go against a right with a right hander against the Mets now. So sure, Cantana's fine. I'll tell you what, though, even if there was house money to be had in New York, the Will Wilpons would find a way to screw it up and or not spend it.
1: So I just want you to know that, everybody listening to the pod today. All right, let's continue to go down this board again because I want to talk about the other side of that Verlander game. We mentioned him briefly, but Garrett Richards with an Angels team that's played pretty well here down the stretch, he's at home. Last two starts have been solid for him. He's 7,200. Is this a little bit more of the let's go for it all GPP play, and is it responsible enough because – you got to imagine the ownership level will be pretty low considering Richards hasn't pitched much this year and it's against the Houston Astros and against the big-name pitcher in Verlander.
2: Yeah, um, I, I'm concerned about the amount of innings they let him throw. And I know it's been more of a pitch count thing than innings with him, but I just, I still don't see any more than, than six frames, which is kind of scary. But I suppose I guess that's baked enough into the price. I mean, he only went, what, three and a third during his uh, – the only start that he's had so far. Mm-hmm. And I and I know it was a little bit of a pitch count thing and he was starting in, in trouble. So uh that that's what worries me more than anything else is is I don't know how long to let him pitch into the game.
1: Yeah, well last week we talked about Robert Stevenson, was also seventy two hundred, and then he uh dropped eleven strikeouts in a fifty point day, and then after that, two back to back forty plusers. He's got four straight wins in his last four starts. Now he only got to the sixth inning in two of them, so Quality start gets a little tricky there, but another seventy two hundred dollar pitcher that I think is absolutely in play tonight. Absolutely. What are your thoughts? Yeah.
2: No, that he's in play. He's definitely in play. Uh, Lynn doesn't scare me that much. Lance Lynn on the other side is his opposition, and the Reds are sneakily—I think we talked about this—one of the better offenses versus right-handers. So I don't. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind um, Stevenson at all.
1: All right, let's talk about some of the pitchers we want to troll. So let's go down to this board and find some offenses that we want to stack against. Who just automatically pops up? Is it, is it Gazelman in the Cubs? Is it Matthew Boyd in the Indians? When you mentioned about uh, the Indians kind of getting right here, uh, is it Biagini against Baltimore Orioles in Toronto? Who do you like in terms of offense tonight where you want to stack a little bit?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, <clears throat> one, of the, one of the problems with stacking against Boyd if you can't fit, you know, you, well, I don't know that you'd want to stack the Indians anyway because they're expensive. But the point being, you use Kluber, you can only fit in three hitters, but at least on Fanduel. But, yeah, so, I mean, Boyd Boyd is one. If you're going to go to JPP and, and go on a low-priced pitcher, I can see stacking the Indians. Um, you know, I could even, I could see going some of the Reds against Lance Lynn just because, take advantage of the, uh, of the fact that there's probably not much uh, interest in stacking Reds. And it's in Cincinnati, so I can go there. Uh, I could I could go a little bit of Miami against Nick Pavetta as well. Is looking for the I'm not looking for some of the contrarian sort of things. Uh, where, where you still may want to go. You know, if you want to use a you know, say you want to go to Kershaw in the GPP to get off of Kluber and 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 get some uh, contrarian action. You could you could go with a a stack of the uh, of the Reds. In All those- right. The the Marlins.
1: All right, let's turn the page over to the catcher position now. If you want to get any kind of shares of Corey Kluber tonight, you're going to have to find some discounts. And really, I guess we should start at catcher. I want to know your thoughts on Austin Hedges at 2,400. Back-to-back pretty good games for him there, double-digit plus. He's going against Kyle Gibson, so that's certainly a positive. Uh, that's one that pops oh, up to me. Or, or is it? No, it's, it is. I don't care. No, you know,
2: once in a while, you know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. And well, he's been finding it more than once. That's yeah. not my, I mean, listen, do you want to live in a world where Doug Fister and Kyle Gibson are good? No,
1: I don't. I want mean, to, I want to, I want to open the window and I want
2: to jump off. All right, well, <laughs> probably, you'll probably end up landing on Andrew Kashner.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> you know, he would be, he would be the one, but at least he's tall. You know, at least he's tall. He would cushion yeah. the blow a little bit. What about a $2,500 Buster Posey with a tough matchup against Clayton Kershaw? Now, I understand it's Clayton Kershaw. I get that. But, you know, last dark Kershaw struggled a tad. And looking at, you know, the price for Buster Posey, at least you know talent-wise, if you're going to spend 2500 or less on a catcher, you know, at least you're getting a professional
2: hitter. It's a, it's a tournament play. Uh, Posey has been playing a lot of first base. And, well, he just had a series in the American League where he's was DH-ing a lot. Uh, you know, because belt's out, so they're able to extend his at-bats and get him from squatting behind a plate. Sure, you know, there's a reason why the price is so low. He's actually been hitting fine. He, the power hasn't been there. But sure, I mean, in a in a tournament play, you're going to punt anyway. Why not punt with the best catcher in the game or one of the best with apologies to Gary Sanchez at this point. All right, well, well
1: speaking of Sanchez, 3800 right. for him. He's on the road in Tampa against a lefty Blake Snell.
2: Sure. Uh,
1: I think thirty eight is an enormous salary for Gary Sanchez. I mean, if you're going to do one of the $7,200 Robert Stevenson, you might be able to play around with it a little bit. But if this was in Yankee Stadium, I'd feel better about that price. But in Tampa, Well, I keep in mind,
2: it's in City Field.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right, because of the the. Tour. That's right, my. You know, this is what happens still, when you're doing a million football games. You're right.
2: right. But the, the thing but, about it that is, the, the park factors are fairly close, so it, it's not. It's in a one game situation. It's not. It's not enough to to sway your
1: opinion. Yeah, that is right. My my apologies there. That's uh, that's what happens when you're knee deep in in football for the last forty eight hours. <laughs> you got to look up and hey, wait. There's a baseball slate to be played. Uh, first base here. you got Paul Goldschmidt, Edwin Encarnacion. Santana, Will Myers is the top of the board here, but then Joey Votto all the way down at 4K? We mentioned him before. Now, you know, as long as weather checks out in this game, to me, Votto against Lance Lynn, that's that's a pretty, you know, pretty decent fade from the top at 43 at Goldschmidt. Sure, you can go down another hundred and get Rizzo against Gesellman. Gesellman's another yeah. on one too. I feel yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. I feel like first base in general, all of a sudden is like a little. I know, everybody from the bottom has come up Remember from the top. There's a little bit of compression basically. Yeah, here well, there's,
2: yeah, we're talking about, we can get to the salary savers in a second, but sure. I get Vado and Rizzo sort of neck and neck. I have not checked weather yet um, because I was cranky this morning and, 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 and kind of didn't have my normal routine. Isn't
0: that
1: what a cranky old man does first? He gets you know out of the, bed and checks
2: the weather. The dumb thing though, is I had the, you know, here's, here's, here's the real truth of the matter. Um, I, I'm not cranky because I didn't, You know, I I was, I set my alarm for 10 minutes after the phone rang, but just the fact that they had a call, it made me cranky. Not the fact that I'm like less tired or whatever, or more tired. But in that extra 10 minutes, I have no excuse. I should have checked the weather. Um, But I was checking my football scores. Well,
1: no excuses uh, here. That's right.
2: (laughs) Right. But I I guess, I guess without knowing the weather, I do like Votto a tad more for the hundred bucks just because he has that floor of, of walking, although Lynn's pretty much around the plate. Uh, Rizzo's more of my uh, GPP hitting the home run sort of thing.
1: All right. Who else on the first base in terms of savings do you like? You got Yonder Alonzo in Texas. Uh, you've got a $2,600 Miguel Cabrera going against Corey Kluber. Now, you know, last week we got it right. Uh, I think it was DVR and I were talking about one $2,600 Nolan Arenado against Kershaw. I took that gamble and I was all about it, and it certainly paid off. It was a very good one at that. This one not so good, so don't be tempted by the big name, in my opinion. But is it a Kenny's
2: Vargas? Is it somebody like that tonight? Well, it, it is. It's a Mike Napoli, but I'm not. I don't play BV batter versus pitcher. I believe that Cabrera has got a huge BVP versus Kluber.
1: I think you're right. Now that I recall
2: yeah. that as well, yeah, I, I don't. I don't play that game, but I believe he does. Yeah, Napoli against Marco Gonzalez is my play tonight. All right, very good there. Twenty seven hundred. I don't get cash. There's your cash game savings. I know I know Napoli more of a uh, GPP type with the home run, but it going against Gonzalez at 2700, hitting in a good part of the order, I think you can use him in cash and get and get your Clover uh, in there.
1: All right, Nolan Arenado, third baseman, top of the board, 42 at Arizona. Your thoughts on paying up for the very top in the favorable ballpark for Mr. Arenado oh, yeah. tonight against
2: Taiwan Walker? Yeah, he, you know, you know, he, he he took advantage of that double last night to right field. Arenado did. Uh, that's just my way of saying that I was watching baseball, and not football. Um, <laughs> I, I, I the foot, well, that, the re- I had the football because I, I was streaming the football, but I had the baseball on my on my TV. Um, yeah, you know what? I don't like third base as much as like first base tonight, but it's there. I don't know that I would go with it just because. Well, uh, ever since that
1: Kershaw game, he's been he's been as right as the mail, man. I mean, he's been oh, absolutely. Oh, no, 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 no.
2: yeah. It just I guess if I have the money, and I guess in a tournament, if I'm paying cheap on a pitcher, if I'm going Stevenson, sure. But I don't like it in the cash. And, you know, I'm not even – there's not a whole – you're gonna. You're probably going to – well, there's a couple third basemen I don't mind. but you,
1: you, Well, Chris Bryant at 38 right off the bat against Gazelman if you want to save a little bit, but you still yeah. have that offensive potential there. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the problem is, you know, he is very hit or miss. He, he To me, Bryant is way more of a GPP guy because it is really an all-or-nothing kind of a, a year for him. Yeah. It's, it's not a lot of, like – consistent weeks where you
2: just see in and put up double digits, double digits, at least not lately. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I don't mind Travis Shaw. I don't know what you think about Travis. Shaw.
1: I love Travis Shaw at home. I'm always yeah, one of these yeah. people that, that will go for Travis Shaw at home in the good scenario. Garrett Cole, again, not a guy that scares me. I think Shaw is exactly the guy that I would fade down to that $3,300 range. Uh, then you got Devers at home, against Manaya, You've got, uh, who else here? Jake Lamb, who's at 31. Now, I want to talk about Lamb because his price has been suppressed quite a bit, not just against lefties, but against righties. Right. He's got John Gray tonight. I know, look, and I know it's another guy kind of not that different than Chris Bryan profile-wise here lately in terms of all or nothing, but in terms of salary, it's a $700 difference, and I think I'm willing to save that $700 and spread it around.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and Lamb, he's not on fire, but he's not terrible either. No. And I guess that's what the price is saying at 3100 But, sure, I don't, I don't mind Lamb at all. Gray, Gray's kind of on a roll. Like we, I mean, he isn't perfect, but we kind of expected once he got off the IR, uh, the, IR the DL. See? That's what happens. We're doing football go. too much. Too go. much football. There. You know, and all of
1: a sudden your brain just starts to, you know, somewhere on October 1st, your brain breathes again.
2: Well, actually, I'm more of the uh, – I, I, I'm a football fan. I, don't, I play fantasy, and I, you know, I know a little bit about it. But I, I'm not as knee-deep into it, as you said, as far as analysis goes. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I, I did uh, five shows in the last right. 48 hours here. <laughs> so. uh, I'm, more, I'm more of a strategist. I have my strategy, and I fit the players into it. Anyway, um, the, other, the other guy, and you know, it's the – there's not a lot of power I think it'll develop. But right now, Yandy Diaz is, is in a terrible – he's hitting lower in the order now that the Indians have gotten healthy. But if you need to save some money against Boyd, I can see using Yandy Diaz in both cash and GPP. I don't like getting cash if he's hitting sixth. But if it's, if I, if it's to fit Kluber in, I suddenly do.
1: All right, let's go over to second base here. Jose Altuve, top of the board, 43. Dozier, 42. D Gordon, 4K at Philadelphia. Uh, and then, you know, we can go down further with the 37 on Jonathan Scope. We always like him in a good matchup. Eugenie, I think, is you know certainly good enough. You got Cano at Texas, $3,500. But look, let's, let's try to find some savings here because I think everybody knows the, the solid guys here. We need to find somebody who's going to help out a little bit and get us going. How about Starling Castro? I want to bring up that name against the yep. lefty Blake Snell at 3K. What are your thoughts on him? I know it's not Yankee Stadium, it's City Field, but still, I think Castro is going to
2: probably see some at-bats against that middle relief of the Tampa Rays. Yeah, no, the price is—he's not. He, again, he's another one that isn't quite raking like he was early after the injury, but absolutely, he's—he's um, he's definitely in play at the uh, at that price.
1: All right, anybody else here? Because, you now it's—it was great that we could find a couple guys there. You know, found Lamb, found a few others at third base, but second base I think is a little bit trickier here. Uh, you know, do you take a chance with a guy like an Ian Happ if he's in the lineup tonight?
2: Yeah, well, I don't think well, I don't know if it's taking a chance with the in half. I mean, he's been hitting lower in the order a little bit, so I don't like it as much. Uh, I need to check. Uh, I know you're talking lower prices, but I mean, I see if Nunez is in the game against the Sean Manea, Eduardo Nunez. That wouldn't be terrible. But I think I think you're right that if you can find savings elsewhere, you may not want to get, listen. Jose, Jose Ramirez at 38, 3800 is actually shouldn't he? He should be priced in the four thousands. So probably. Yeah, usually. Yeah, but then, yeah. I mean,
1: let's go back to that. You know, if you talk about Shaw, maybe a little, you know, starting to get some shares of Milwaukee. What about Neil Walker at 3K in the matchup he's got tonight? Uh, Another Garrett Cole thing, I think, for the left side. No, we no, all I like Walker's mind, power a little bit yeah, more for the left I side.
2: Yeah, I don't mind Cole. Cole, you know, he's, he's solid, but he's not great. So sure, I, I can see going there as well. Uh, the, well, the other one, actually, if you're going to pay, I think you've got to go with the left-handed Daniel Murphy against Tehran.
1: All right, let's go over to shortstop here, top of the board. Lindor, forty-five hundred. There's your uh, <laughs> there's your expensive Indians outfielder for you. If you're looking for him, and he's earned it. You got Trey Turner at forty-four k at home against the Braves, and you continue to go down this. We got
2: Elvis Andrews at four k. So I, I, if you can if you like it, if you can afford it, I like it. But you know this, you may want to go cheaper.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like finally Elvis Andrews is liked by FanDuel school by FanDuel pricing <laughs> for the first time ever right. uh, all season. It feels like all right. We were talking about some of the Yankees. Let's talk about Didi at thirty-seven-two. Uh, now it's lefty-lefty, but you know sometimes we take that for granted in terms of hot hitters. In terms of it's lefty-lefty how much... lefty for his first two at bats, exactly. Ding, 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 <laughs> and that's and that's the point I'm making. Whereas ownership will be low. Uh, to me, I think Gregorius is absolutely in play and has a lot of Oppo appeal. What about Jose Reyes? Another guy. Uh, here, who has been off. getting points? Yeah, leading off there. I, you know, if you want to go against Quintana a little bit, or just for the sheer volume of at bats, I think Reyes is another guy you could put in play.
2: Yeah, I don't know if he'll run against the lefty. Quintana is not terrible, and I think it depends a little bit on who's catching for Chicago because he's ac- he's running too. Reyes is mm-hmm. yeah. running too, but I, I, I guess it's more of a GPP play, even though he is hitting lead off than it is a catch play for me. But I guess I could make it work in cash if I don't like – actually, I'm looking at short side. It's not a whole lot I like for cash play.
1: Well, you got Carlos Correa at 34. Now, in terms of talent return on investment, you want to talk about a guy who shouldn't be a $3,400 player ever. It's Carlos Correa. However, he is coming off a good game, a multi-hit game, just last – two nights ago, excuse me, and with a walk and a steal. So, starting to, you know, maybe get back to where he should be and miss some time. I mean, if you're looking for – a guy that you know the talent is there and the price is certainly under. I I would put him in that grouping and Gene Segura, Cozart, all these guys. I think you know Cozart's another one we mentioned the Reds. I think Cozart,
2: Segura, and Correa—that's your sweet spot at short shortstop this this day. Yeah, I'm not as into Correa. I just, uh, but I, I know Richards isn't going to go deep into the game, but I don't mind their bullpen. That it's actually not bad at this point. But yeah, no, I think that's uh, I think that's uh, that's all about right. Um, it's it's a little bit tougher of a spot than uh than the other than the other positions, although I don't like second very much either.
1: Well, here's another twenty-six hundred dollar player for you in the Miguel Cabrera universe. Another big name here, <laughs> 2,600. 22 points last night, two RBIs in that game with a walk and a steal. Corey Seeger twenty-six against Johnny Cueto. I mean, Cueto's been yeah. terrible this year. I'm I'm right. fine with that. To me, there's the yeah, irresponsible
2: no, punt at shortstop for a Kluber lineup. Yeah, sure. I can I can I can sign off on that.
1: Uh, well, good. As long as you're signing off on it, that's all that matters. That, that gives, me, gives me hope. That's all I need. I just need hope. Hope and a little rigmarole. That's all I need from you, Todd Zola. All right, over 2.5 million players have won a cash prize playing on FanDuel to take advantage of our special offer for new users. Sign up today at FanDuel.com RotoWire, and you'll get a free six-month RotoWire subscription plus and free entry into the NFL Sunday Million, which offers more than $1 million in cash prizes with your first deposit on FanDuel, just visit FanDuel.com/slashRotoWire. Void wear prohibited. Onto the outfield, Mr. Stanton, forty-seven hundred. Trout, forty-five. Blackman, forty-five. This top group tonight uh, in cash. Just say goodbye to them. But let's talk about them GPP wise. You want to pay up for an outfielder tonight? Is it JD Martinez at
2: home? Well, there's going to be some some uh, ownership issues just because he's been so darn hot. But against Gray, I don't know if you you know what I think. There's a fade there. I know people will be on him just because of the name, and you know there will be a lot of football players trying to spend their winnings tonight on, the, on, on baseball because they've got the itch. So Martinez is in the news. I think, I think Martinez is a fade.
1: All right, you got Nelson Cruz at his old stomping grounds in Texas and Reese Hoskins at home against the Marlins there, against Dylan Peters, the lefty. What are your thoughts on Hoskins and Cruz tonight? We know Hoskins has had just some monstrous games lately.
2: Yeah, Peters is tough. To, you know, a lefty come up from Double A's actually looked pretty good. But still, I think you got to like the the righty. The, well, yeah, the righty lefty matchup going with the hitter first. Uh, don't mind that one at all. Yeah, Cruz against Gonzalez again. Just the first couple of bats, but give him the you know give him the platoon edge. I mean, if we're if we're talking about a guy like Gonzalez getting uh no oh, I'm th- I'm, th- I'm thinking Marco. This is Miguel. He's the righty. Even so, I still like him.
1: All right, let's continue to go down this board here. and the outfielders in this mid tier, around that thirty five hundred range, you got Cargo at thirty five, Ellsbury thirty five. Uh, it's that type of grouping, and then you got Ryan Braun at thirty five too, who another guy that you know you get the big name value of a uh, or the big name recognition, I should say, of Ryan Braun, and it's a little bit cheaper. And going back to this Brew Crew here against Garrett Cole, we keep looking and we're looking for savings and talent, and we've mentioned Shaw, we've mentioned Walker. How about Ryan Braun? Is he in the mix as well against Garrett Cole tonight?
2: Yeah, just make sure he's playing. I mean, when he's healthy, he usually plays, but he also gets scratched on a whim. So just make sure that that he's in the lineup. It's an earlier game, so you don't have to worry about it. But sure, I don't think people will be on him, in part for that reason.
1: All right, Byron Buxton's production has come back up, and his price has gone back down again. Yay! Over the last two days, finally, where I like it, thirty three hundred there for Byron Buxton. He's going against Travis Wood, the lefty. I think Buxton's in play for thirty three, without a doubt. There, I like the skill set he offers. Uh, AJ Pollock in that same range, though, between Pollock in the favorable ballpark uh, against Gray. Who, you know, I know, keep kind of going back here, but you know, Gray doesn't scare me at all. I know he's got strikeout ability, but. You know, I'm not afraid to go against him, especially in Arizona.
2: You prefer Buckson or Pollock at the 3,300 oh, price? I like Buckson all the way. I love. Everybody knows I'm a Pollock uh, apologist, but he's been hitting six lately. Um, uh, no, I, to me, I, I'm not. I'm, I don't like Pollock's not. Even in multi lineup, I have no interest in Pollock tonight.
1: All right, $3,200 DeShields there. You know, we were talking about uh, Marco Gonzalez, the lefty here, and, you know, DeShields' ability to get on base and and make things happen, certainly of late. He's getting the multi-hit games. He's scoring runs. That's what you want out of him. He's even walking a little bit over the
2: last week, a couple walks. His name. How about DeShields at 32? You like him tonight? Absolutely. He uh, had a big game last night. Helped me cash in a cash game last night. All right. Absolutely.
1: We we need to find some cheap bats in the outfield here because we need to figure out how we're going to afford – uh, Mr. Corey Kluber tonight in those uh, Kluber lineups. So who you got? Who is the big savings for you in that under 3K range that can help us somehow squeeze in the Klubs?
2: Uh, I, 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 you, know, you never know where Seth going to hit in the lineup. but I don't mind him at 22 against Joe Biagini. Uh, Brendan Geyer will probably be in there against Matt Boyd. I know, we're, again, when we're mentioning a lot of Indians, you have to pick and choose because you only can start four total. But I don't mind Brendan Geyer uh, against Matt Boyd and uh, I think those are the two that I had marked. I'm sort of taking a, a quick look, look here. Um, you got also Mac Cam, another $2,600 big name against a lefty
1: here. What are your thoughts on him?
2: Yeah, don't mind that, and I, you know, I was in the process. He is playing every day again, so don't mind that one either. Um, it's more of the – I don't know. It's, it's the – more of the GPP, but again if you 're getting going high you know Schebler against uh, Lance Lynn at twenty nine he barely makes the you know, makes the cut, but he makes it so i don't mind, uh, i don 't mind going there and if he 's in there and we don 't know just because uh, the, you know what the Texas is doing in the lineup but Ryan Rua at twenty two depending on where he 's hitting again this time it is the lefty with Marco with Gonzalez with the s uh, i don 't mind Ryan Rua.
1: All right, keep your Gonzales straight kids. For (laughs) Todd Zoll, you can follow him on Twitter at Todd Zoll. You can follow me at JoePizziPia17. For everybody here at Rotowire, have a great night of Daily Fantasy.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.